Welcome to the Manifesting Clarity Podcast, where we work together to help you receive the answers to your big what's next question. Hi, I'm your host, Jen Roth. I'm excited to share how my journey of building a business as a massage therapist and herbalist has led me to my biggest passion, clarity coaching. My deepest desire is to help you create a life you absolutely love. So with each episode, I'll bring you firsthand stories and proven methods from industry leaders who have faced challenging decisions and stepped into their power to unlock a life of their dreams. It's my intention to bring you inspiration and answers so you can navigate your life's next big step. Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for coming back. Thank you for listening over and over and over again every single week. Our numbers are climbing and we are tremendously grateful. I have a very, very, very dear sister and friend, Takti's with us today. I'm going to let you go ahead and introduce yourself, but this is going to be one of the best interviews to listen to. This is by far something that is going to touch your heart at a depth that maybe um, it hasn't been touched recently and really expand your thought process and where you are, however you might be moving yourself forward and asking yourself what's next in your life. So Takti, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you for taking your time. Thank you for sharing your story. Thank you so much. The honor is mine. I'm so grateful. Um, I just want to put it out there. Jen and I had a call for just like a catch up and like meet up and see how we how we are going to do the interview. And we ended up talking for more than an hour. Um, so thank you, Jen, for your time, for your generosity um, and everything else. This is I'm so excited about this. Um, my name is Takdis Razak, as Jen said. Um, I think six years ago, I was at a level where many of us are at. Um, a new mom who wants to be home with her kids. And once she's home, she's not fulfilled. Um, she's struggling health-wise. She just is not able to find the correct tune where she can also enjoy herself and her kids and the most loving husband. Um, I had both of my boys, they're 20 months apart um, and they are absolutely the most gorgeous thing for me on this planet. Um, and I was home taking care of them, um, just was struggling. Um, in terms of health, just was struggling in, in terms of mental health. Um, and surprisingly enough, no one comes and tells you, uh, maybe it's time to get professional help because you seem out of your alignment. Um, and I feel like most of the time, we don't even know what alignment is. Um, and I thank Martha Beck for that, um, her book. The way of integrity definitely knocked some sense into me. Uh, but let's rewind to 2019. April is when I launched Wow Meme, um, which is a brand which caters to primarily South Asian community. Um, and I just started it in my home in a small guest room. Um, I still remember sitting on my sofa, talking to my husband, and we just ordered our first order of for the inventory, I think was $750. And I was like, let's see, no ABCD work done. Um, just so you know, just the primary factors of starting this business was what can I do right now that we will get some income, I will feel like I have a project. And I, to be very honest, I never thought it would do much for my mental health. Um, I just thought like it would be a cool thing to start. Um, and we were financially struggling. Um, there was debt. There was my husband and I are crazy spenders when like we there's no such thing as like budget Excel sheet. Even if it is, it adds to the trauma of our compulsive behavior. Um, 
because it's obvious all is over. So God knows how the ends meet. Um, but I still remember the feeling of getting in the inventory and then just ironing that one tunic. I still remember the color of it. It was yellow. And when I ironed it and I put it on the rack, it was just a very different feeling, a feeling that I felt after years and I felt like something just connected within me. Um, so as in terms of business, it was just very, very haphazard, but I was, I had no room for failure because um, we were already in debt um, and there was no room for failure. I started with um, a lot of people I have recently spoken to a lot of people like about coach, like when I was coaching them starting businesses, oh, I need a website. Oh, I need to register an LLC. My business was already registered, but it only takes five minutes to go online and do that. It, it costs $100 in Virginia. I don't know. It's different in every state, but that shouldn't stop you from doing anything regardless. Um, so while meme started right before pandemic, seven months before um, I just started posting on Facebook and all the people I thought would show up never showed up like the clients in my mind so I always say they were God sent because I took that chance and I walked told the universe I'm coming in um, things started connecting after one another COVID did impact the business um, but I learned from COVID that you only things do impact and things will always come up in your life and i'm still work in progress but you have to just keep your purpose in your mind and keep on going um while meme like has like we have done exponential growth um, and sometimes it's hard work but it's also the mindset i truly truly believe in asking and manifesting for abundance, manifesting easier things. Because um, the story we have to understand, the story that we were told from our parents about money is absolutely flawed now because there's a six-year-old making millions on YouTube. Um, and, you know, all we all know those stories. Um, so, yes, it was much harder when there was no social media, there was no technology but now money is not the harder part it's the it's our own mindset I think it's the piece of our mind that we have to navigate through um, so I would once again say anyone who is listening to it and I've read it I would like to give Ed Milet the credit he said in one of his podcast interviews that your dreams are closer than you think they are. And I'm sure, Jen, you feel the same way um, about certain things. But I think let's do one thing. Like today, just write down somewhere that you can see every day. Just write down one thing that you want done by the next year. I guarantee you, if you are taking the right steps towards it, it will show up on your path. No, you cannot write, I'm going to be a millionaire and just keep on doing the work of what you are doing. It doesn't happen that way. You have to just manifest it in every action that you take. I was just telling Jen that this year, when this year started, one of my goals was to be on 10 different podcasts. I just scheduled in this month, 10 different podcast interviews just this month, not the prior ones. Um, so just keep on, keep an eye on it too. I think a lot of times we are not very thankful of the things that come our way. So Jen, like just the gratitude itself make you realize how much you have and how much you are getting. Yeah, it's so true. And I think the other piece of your story that really resonated with me that's coming to mind is when you were thinking about starting and or did start, 
um, there were things that your husband was doing for you that still weren't really fulfilling. Like you were going on trips or you were receiving gifts and you had a lot of support from your husband. And a lot of people don't have that. Um, and so they think that some of those things are going to help solve a problem or be the answer to something, but really it was your courage, right. To do something new and different. And was it, is it true that your husband noticed that you weren't really yourself and was part of the encouraging step for leaning into this? Or how did, how did you take the the first step of like, I need to get out of my own way. I need to do something different. I think he was supportive always and he did notice those things because luckily and I feel so so fortunate um, for that that we did have a clear communication always. I didn't have that in the beginning of the marriage and I think a lot of people suffer through that as well because you just don't know what to say to the other person and you just don't know no matter how much we know each other it's just different after you get married and both of the parties are just on different frequencies at times um but one thing that i do want you to get from this is i don't want you to think that just because her husband was supportive no she is here um i do give him a lot of credit he's the air that i breathe it with um But I've seen a lot of people who have done it on their own um, and who have done it. I mean, we all have heard the story of Gail Keith Allen. Um, She's part of Kathy's circle and she, she, I think, is over 60 years old, a single woman um, who lost everything and just started very, very fresh. And she was like, age should not be the factor or... um, you know, your relationships, all I want to say is your relationship status does not matter when you step into the universe, because it's just you attracting what you want. Um, And that feeling that you had, right, when you were ironing that tunic, like that is what propels us forward, really, it's like such it's that feeling that we're potentially lacking, right, in moments of motherhood or postpartum or going through health, you know, things like that, that really end up like going, oh my goodness, this feels different. There's something unique about this, right? And then that created a huge unraveling of so many things that you've attracted since that moment, right? It's amazing how how we as women continue to pour out of an empty cup. Um, we hear that more than enough, but we don't, I think at times we don't understand it. When you don't have the mental capacity to deal with certain things, just don't. Just set the boundary there. We were, there was just, um, I just heard it over um, from, uh, there was a live yesterday um, and someone asked like, what should mother start doing? And one of our very close friends, mutual friend, Joe, whose b- book published yesterday, um, she said, start going to the bathroom when you need to. It's as simple as that. And I was like, wow, that's hits home. Cause even with everything around, like I, never like brushed my hair when I needed to. I never took a shower when there was a need. I kind of, and it's just not with the mothers. I think it's with everyone that like us women, we just have that type of capacity to give that love and generosity and, you know, so much of our own self to others. But when we realize that And we realize that very quickly when it hits that what is it there for us, right? And what have we done for us? And what are we, what is it that we enjoy working with women with Wow Meme as like a women, primarily women um, boutique? I know people who don't even know their favorite color. You ask them what's like, what do you enjoy the most? And they just look at you. Um, and they honestly don't have an answer. And then we try to fulfill ourselves with like different things, materialistic things, or 
in other ways. Um, so like back to the same point that we are the backbone of the society. Therefore, we need to make sure that we take care of ourselves in order to meet other people's needs. Um, when I started the business, even though I had a lot of support, there were still different components that I had needed to take care of, like being there for my kids. And the reason why I started that business was I did not want it to go back to work. And I wasn't working to be, I, I got married in Pakistan. I stayed there for a year, but my college, I went to George Mason here and I did, first I did sciences, then I got tired of it. And then I went into international affairs. Um, and I loved working for non nonprofit work. I absolutely just loved, you know, like collecting charity, working for nonprofit, always. Um, that was just always very close to my heart. And I still remember um, the first week when we started Wow Meme and I prayed. I was like, you know, God, you know that this is not where I need to, this is just a start, but you know where I'm gonna, where I wanna be. Um, and I often, during the first year, I used to think like how there's so much debt, I've started this business, the best thing that's gonna happen is I'll pay off my debt and maybe some extra, um, and maybe I can send my kids to private school, but how is the nonprofit part gonna come? And I started listening to podcasts at a very dark time in my life. And that was when Wow Meme started, COVID hit, and I got into a terrible accident where my back wasn't in the perfect form it was supposed to be. Um, and I was coming back from a chiropractor where I heard the first episode of um, Kathy Heller. Um, and I was like, this is the, so I started listening to a lot of business entrepreneur, women empowerment podcasts. And I felt like that's something that I really enjoy. And then Sherry Salada and then started reading books after years and years. And thank God for Audible, because um, you can listen to it wherever you are. Um, and that just kind of started it was like a snowball effect, to be honest. My business started going up because my mindset wasn't in scarcity anymore. Um, and one thing I would like to say, and I just had a discussion yesterday uh, with someone that they asked, they were like, you know, they say that you always have to be in good company, but we are at an age, we are not in college where we pick and choose friends. We are home all the time. Um, and you're even, you just, meet and greet for the sake of just the social life. Um, and James Clear, the author of Atomic Habits, said the most important habit is to be around the people of the right energy that are right energy for you. So good company is the best habit. Um, so this is coincidentally both of like, all of my best friends are out of country or the one who are, are on the different, um, are in different states. And then um, to be honest, we are not in touch as much as we should be. Um, so I have started to enjoy books and podcasts and listening to the people who are doing well in life. And that itself is very fruitful. You are not, you're still in, you know, you're engaged with the world. You're engaged with billions of people on Instagram. So you can't really feel lonely, even though this this is a very lonely time because we have, I think we have just closed ourselves in boxes and just we have wrapped ourselves in such beautiful wrapping papers that we ourselves don't even see inside. And it is an inside job for for. And I think until you self-fulfillment and purpose are two things that keep our life going and keep our projects or businesses or nonprofit work, it just, it just, it, it's the fuel to run all of that.
Hi friend, I cannot thank you enough for listening. We're gonna take a couple second commercial break as I introduce one of my very first courses. Hope you're having an amazing day and look forward to meeting you really soon. Are you ready to shift your mindset? The world has been experiencing so much more anxiety and fear than normal the past few years. Can you feel it? If you're ready to step into your gifts, release fear, build more trust, more joy, and manifest the life you've been desiring, then join me for the free mini course Untangled that I created just for you. I'm so excited to learn more about what you desire and help you live a life that's more aligned with your heart. I can't wait for you to get started. It's so fun to see people in their different journeys, right? Because there are people that walk a certain path for a period of time and then it doesn't light them up or they thought it was going to be something and figured out it's something different. And But when we have that self-fulfillment inside, which is something that I, I personally was seeking outside for so long, thinking that I was going to receive it from something, but it's it has nothing to do with that. It, we get to learn a lot from those things, right? But it is totally an inside job and being able to figure out how to shift the dialogue in our head, pay attention to what we're saying, paying attention to how we're showing up and, and changing things, then the ripple effect just becomes profound, right? So I think that that's one of the most beautiful things is that you're talking about this business, but you're making a global impact every single day. And that is something that comes from you figuring out what in the heck is going to light you up. Right. And, and where are you? What, what are your next steps? And it's absolutely amazing when I hire. So I started this business solely um, and I was solo for a long time. And then I needed a manager back in Pakistan who would, you know, take care of the orders, get them shipped here. Some of the things needed to be custom made. Um, and here's another thing to start a business. You don't have to be a creator. You can be a curator. Um, anything works. Like, I mean, one thing I, everyone is looking for some, just solve a pro problem and you will never go poor. Let's just put it that way. Um, and my manager is my cousin who has never worked, but our frequencies matched the way we thought Matt. I was very close to her, um, but she never worked. She had no experience. However, and I was just talking to her yesterday. I was like, "Have you? did you ever think you were going to manage this business and then the charity work and then your family? And then she's also empowering women in the family and around her. Um, and it gives you a lot of confidence. It just, yes, we, I think what we, what women are, if you think of a tree, we are the tree trunk. So Jen is the tree, tree trunk. Her family, her kids, she's a mother, she's a sister, she is a daughter, she's a cousin. All of that are your branches, right? But if you don't have enough soil and water and what you need for the trunk, all of those branches are going to come off. So therefore, taking care of yourself and self-fulfillment is so damn important. Mm -hmm. And this is why we keep on getting disappointed with our relationships is because just like you said earlier, we keep on looking for it outside. We blame our spouses for so many things, which they should be blamed for. But there's a lot of insecurity inside of us. And it's an inward job that needs to be taken care of. And we, and this, I have, you know, it has just, I still remember like my sister, she and I are very close, but we perceive things very, very differently. But that's one bond I always want to keep. Hard work, obviously. But I, I felt like that bond was breaking when I was not in alignment. Because you just see everything with your own 
shadows. And I read it, I think it was in Mel Robbins, one of her books, either High Five Habits or The Five Second Rule. And she said, when it's a bad time or when it's a depressing time or you're feeling, you put these sunglasses on and everything is dark and blurry and, you know, it just looks darker than it actually is and which is right. Um, And you can make an impact on so many levels. You just, I mean, today I never thought that this was going to happen. I was at a retreat of Kathy Heller's in um, August, I think it was August 2nd or 3rd. um, And we were doing this meditation where we were thinking about the people we love, thinking about, it was just, I don't remember the exact words, but I saw like all the children I love, my nephews, my nieces, my like, you know, and then she was like, you know, think of the dream house and then I thought of a dream home which is so beautiful and my family is there and it's like a getaway place for everyone and then I still remember the the screen changing so fast and then she was like step into your purpose what do you see in your purpose and all of a sudden I saw myself sitting on the ground and feeding children like toddlers they were not of my own Um, but it was literally like a muddy ground where I'm sitting and those kids were smiling at me and right away it took me back to the seven-year-old me where before migrating to Canada my dad took us to a trip in the northern areas of Pakistan which are absolutely gorgeous like very very Switzerland-like but the people there were very, very poor. So I still remember sitting in the bus thinking, one day I'm gonna make a school here. Um, and I forgot about it. There are certain parts of us that we keep on losing, which we were supposed to keep in the pathway of life. Um, and then I started talking about this project where we hire women as entrepreneurs, as chefs, and they cook home cooked meals and they give it to people who are very very poor and below poverty line and who do not have food and Pakistan is suffering right now because of the flood and everything else and so are so many other parts of this world Um, this is one thing we keep on missing is that we cannot just focus on one part we just do our part wherever we can You might know someone in Guatemala, you might know someone in Africa, you might even know someone in a European country and they, their neighborhood school might need help and you can just make the difference right there. Um, So within a month, today is what, August, September 21st, we have raised $4,500. We have given meals to over hundred families this week, just starting this week, it's on my um, Instagram as well. I just got the pictures today. We started giving lunch to a school um, who had, there are 125 kids in that school. And it's a charity-based school, but the kids cannot afford food and neither, like, nor can the school afford it for the kids. Um And it broke my heart when the principal said like a month ago, we had a mango day and Pakistan has like a huge production of mangoes. One of, I think the largest in the world and the kids didn't know what a mango was, Hmm. which broke my heart because it's literally like not knowing what an apple is in America. Um, but I, the faces of them like getting chicken curry and with bread and fruits and we are going to soon have a pizza day for them. Just that makes my whole world shine. And I, like everyone else up till last year, was stuck in sending the kids to private school And thank God they went to private school. So that was another accomplishment on my end. 
and a home that I want and everyone else has home, like their own houses and I'm still renting. So what the hell is going on? I'm not there where everyone is. Um, But we have to get out of that vicious cycle. A beautiful home is not going to fulfill you. No, it's it's your soul that needs to be fulfilled. And I often say that now money is easy to earn, but the peace is hard to get. And that's something we all struggle with. We all say no, but the reality of money, it's all, you know, a gibberish talk that you don't need money. But money, just look at just every cafe we go to, there's a now hiring sign. Every grocery store you go to, there's a now hiring sign. So money is obviously very much available. You are just not available for it. Yes. Oh, so good. It's so good. And will you share the piece of um, of the mom and kids who who are struggling in some of the villages and or areas that you're aware of and that you've been to or know people in of like what a mom will do to distract her kids at the end of the day so that they may fall asleep or not like even when they're in the midst of hunger. Cause this is something that I shared with you as well on our call previously is I've had a little girl as an image on my desk and on my wall for so long, who's in some other place in the world than down the street from me and looks like she is absolutely not having the time of her life. And at the same time has a huge smile on her face. And it is just a constant reminder for me that everything is okay. Like I can create, we all can create everything we want in this moment and in the next five seconds. And I love one of the things that um, I received in one of Kathy's emails or um, her talking to us in general, which is what would happen in your life with 20 seconds of courage, right? Like congratulations for taking 20 seconds of courage to do whatever it is for the next step, for the next thing that you're up to. And so this is just gratitude has completely shifted my life at such a drastic level. And I didn't think that I would necessarily work. It was kind of one of those like, oh, that sounds really nice. And yes, I can run my gratitudes or I can be grateful for things, but how do I bring that to the top and the forefront of my mind over and over and over again? So much of it is just practice, right? And that internal guidance that we're looking for. But I remember walking into my house one day and thinking like, oh, I just need to put a second story on, or I could use this over here or that over there. And I don't remember what book it was, but it was some book that walked me through pause for five minutes and visualize walking into your home, looking to the right, looking to the left, moving in and moving through it and seeing it in the order that you would desire it to be and what's on the walls and what's hang, like happening. And a couple, like two years ago, I created that reality in our home and it shifted the energy so drastically. So we don't have to have these things or be doing whatever. You can have that fulfillment inside right now in this moment. And so much of it for me comes from thinking about those that may not have what we're gifted with in this moment and creating for in our lives. And that was just a story that really, really touched me. If you're, Um, I think we are so privileged that it has almost, and I feel that as a blessing because you need that balance in this world. Um, It's a test as well. And then it's not like the, the people who are living under poverty have done something so wrong the generation and the generations are just going to suffer. I think it's just a test on both ends um, of whether if you have something, whether you're willing to share or not. Um, This whole project was started when I heard the story of a maid in Pakistan. Um, Just to give you a perspective, a maid who comes to your house every day except Sunday and does laundry does the cleaning everything gets paid around 20 to 25 dollars a month and generally that pretty much that whole chunk goes towards their rent or their bills 
And sometimes they don't even have electricity. They're just living in tents. Um, there are certain areas, unfortunately, third world countries, what we see is either people are so rich or they're so poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and you see that division so clearly when you are living in a country like that. Um, and I was told by my manager that, you know, the maid went home and she didn't have that day she didn't have the food or no one gave her the food. Usually it's like whichever houses you work in, their leftover food, they give it to the maid so it doesn't go to the waste and then they eat it. It's their food for that night. Um, Or you sell like recyclables and you get like pretty much like $2 and $1 you may save and $1 would be for the meal for that night. And that night she didn't have anything and the kids were hungry. So she put a pot on the stove and she put water in it. So as soon as the kids saw steam, she said something is cooking and the steam ran and the kids fell asleep thinking they would get food. Um, Another story which touched my heart recently that one of the women we are giving um, the food to, she used to collect trash for people. She would come every day, ask for trash. There are no like, Um, there's no garbage companies. There's no one, like you don't put your trash out. You either throw it in like a spot or someone comes and picks it up and you pay them a little, a fraction of a fraction of the money that they deserve. So she just picked food out of the trash and fed it to her kids. And now she gets meals with like chicken and bread and the prayers they send I think it would change anyone's world. And just to give you a perspective, like a family of five, it only costs like $7.50. And in those $7.50, you're paying the chef, you are paying the rickshaw driver, you are supporting local businesses, and you are taking care of that family for one day. And every time now I buy like, coffee from Starbucks or any other place like you have that perspective as well it like boggles my mind that how much we don't know how much of a difference we can make and so for all of those who are just beyond touched from these stories that you just shared how can Mm -hmm. they um how can they find you or how can they connect with you and reach out to you about all that you're working on and creating for these families and for these people right now? Um, Instagram is the best way. Let's come forward. Um, and I do share the link of um, donating as well. It's let's come forward.com slash serve dot HTML. But if you just put let's come forward and I'll send you the link and you can share it. Um, it's letscomeforward.com slash serve and you get a PayPal link to um, just donate. And I, $1 is going to take care of one student for that lunch, if not less. Um, and we don't understand the smallest things. I mean, ever since my, I had both of my boys, I wanted them to be be very grateful for what they have and not be overwhelmed. So until now, now we have to do birthdays, but when they were like infants, what I did was they got gifts on Eid, which is our Christmas. And then on birthdays, what I asked for was like, just from the family and friends who wanted to give them gifts is give charity in their name. Um, And this is another story, which like, it just, it just wanted me to start something like that. So this is last year. Um, it was my son's birthday. And I told my manager, I was like, whoever you think deserves the most, get them a nice dinner and take cake for them. So she took it for this lady who I told you about who picks trash. She has these beautiful four daughters and you look at them and you think they're like British or something like they're it's, it, it's just like it's, it's absolutely like amazing how gorgeous they are. 
Um, so she said she took like barbecue chicken, um, some soda, and she took cake for them. The lady started crying. She was like, my kids always used to look at these cakes and bakeries and they would always ask how, what it tasted like. And I told them this is probably worth the entire my entire month's salary. So there is no way we can ever touch that or taste it. And my manager told me, she was like, you should have seen her eyes and the kids' eyes at that time. And the cake would be what, $10 there at the maximum. What I would say, it doesn't have to be Pakistan. It could just be your next door neighbor that you can, you know, just bake some cookies and leave them and then just be like, I hope you have a great day. Or, you know, if it's Thanksgiving, if it's Christmas, you don't have to personally believe in those holidays, but it doesn't hurt to celebrate. It only, I think it doesn't hurt to celebrate with people, the smallest things, let alone Christmas and Eve and like, you know, Hanukkah. It just keeps the love flowing in so many ways. And so even if you're someone who thinks they're perfectly fine in life just start a project where you are changing someone's life because we obviously cannot change the world but for someone the smallest thing changes their world there's so many families now because of the flooding in Pakistan and also the inflation rate is at more than 50 percent right now these people cannot afford to cook at home so, you know, God willing, and if we get more donations, what we are planning to do is give them a little bit of grocery every week so they can cook something at home. So they, if they feel like eating something, they don't have to just rely on us. They can make something of their own too. And my, the bigger dream is to, once they get the food and they are fed and hopefully a good download would come to them and they will enable themselves to do something. Otherwise, I have so many projects that need to be done. And I would love for them to just become entrepreneurs and enable them to, you know, be, be another Tatis, be another Jen, be another Kathy Heller, be another Oprah, because God knows we need that. Us as women, it's just, I know we keep on hearing that on so many platforms. It's just not the time to play small. And it opens my heart. And I don't know if you have read this news of Adnan Saeed, um, who's, who had been in jail for 23 years. And do you know what changed his life and what turned they through like he is a free man because someone started a podcast and they talked about his case and so many people walked in and they've got the attention and then it became a Netflix series called Serial but it all started from a podcast wow. and from one of her family friends who never gave up the guy went into the jail when he was 17 years old and walked out 23 years later. And what changed, what, and I read it on BBC yesterday and it was like the podcast changed the life and it will change the face of the justice system. And wow, it was absolutely, I just read that yesterday and I was planning on sharing it um, on the social media because we, there, I bet there are times when you started podcasting, you were like, what? No one is listening to it. It's not worth my time. But even if one person listens to this episode and tweaks one thing in their life, your job is done and my job is done. It's just that we don't, I think we live in a world where we like to say everything is perfect and everything is good and the kids are doing well and I'm great and, you know, all is well, but all is not well. Yeah. There's so many women who I see and when they smile, 
there was this little activity we did at a retreat where we were just supposed to look at each other's eyes and tears started streaming because I saw those eyes and I saw the pain and I saw the hurt. And this is why I love social media. And I used to be when I walked in, like when I had kids and I was overwhelmed, I used to hate on social media. And I think if you listen to like a couple of like my earlier interviews from last year, I was like, it's so challenging. It's so, it's so demeaning to see perfect houses, perfect, like everything. And you don't, and there's so much pressure to be a perfect mom and to look all great. But now I think social media also lifts women up and it we have a chance of just sending a message and letting someone know that, oh my gosh, you're, you just made a difference in my life and I can share your work and you can share my work and that could change so much for both of us. And now I'm so thankful for it. So, so many perspectives change and it will always change. But we just have to keep our eyes open without those sunglasses. And that's, that's the bottom line. No matter how small your project is, no matter how big it is, just do something that changes someone's life. Gosh, it's so true. It's so, so, so true. Yeah. I love this process and thought of the sunglasses because we can, right? And someone was sharing the other day and it's so true. It could have been Kathy as well. I think it was. People are so willing for us to come in and like take a look at all the pain and discomfort and all of the things, right? And like uh, many people have a cloud and a rainstorm around them. And those glasses can skew so much. I had a girlfriend who wrote a book and some a handful of children's books at one point, and she came in and did a presentation for some of us in a small business group. And she drew this whole image And then she flipped it over and she was like, it's all about our lens, right? Like we couldn't see that it was one of the characters in her book and she was drawing it and talking about it. And I think she even had us put glasses on at that point, probably sunglasses Mm -hmm. and she's like, take them off and take a look at it now, right? Like it's a whole new and fresh perspective right here and now in this moment. And that when we are operating from gratitude, when we are giving to others, when we are coming from this place of not just focusing solely on woe is me and what's not working in our life, then so much can change. Thank you. You change, you keep on changing. When I started, I can like walk you through, I cannot fail. We have to pay off the debt. The rest will take care of itself. Second year came COVID hit. COVID I think changed a lot from, for me inside, um, I just live each day as if I, I don't live it, but I do goodness in terms of today only lasts. Today is the only day. If I get a chance today, then today is the day. I will do it. I cannot wait two months or two years and for this much money to show up in my account to do something good for another person. So COVID did that for me. And I think one of the successes of like wow meme and even who I am today is all about giving. There were times when I had no sales and I gave whatever I had because I knew this giving away money, You when you give money, you attract money. Um, but it was always like, okay, getting rid of the debt, then buying a house, then, okay, I'm not buying a house. So I'm not like enjoying my vacations either. And then you, then I realize I have to stop because there's not going to be an end to it. There's going to be one house and then a bigger house and then a car and then this and then that. And I'm just, I will stop appreciating myself because I will never be happy. And I've met people who have six figures coming in every month. And they're like, no, but this is not enough. And I was, and then I learned it's never enough no matter which capacity you are making it at, it's never going to be enough. So you might as well stop. Um, but your perspective about life changes. And I think once you step into your truth, 
the universe starts paving your path for you, which is much, much easier than you paving your path by yourself. And I, I have seen it. And I was, it was just yesterday we were talking to, I was talking to my husband. I was like, all these signs are showing up, but I'm sure they showed up before too. And I was just not available for them. And I'm sure I missed a lot of them, but not anymore. Um, so once again, just please, please, please just look around you and pick up on any opportunity that comes your way. Yeah. And go back to and write down whatever it is that you want to create for this next year for yourself. Spend five minutes today, right? Getting to go out and and do that. Because when we are connecting to our dreams, when we are allowing that part to pour through us, then that's how it becomes more expansive. And we create more and more of it. We attract more and more of it, right? So you're a beautiful example of that. Thank you, Jen. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you so much for sharing your journey and your story with us. And if any of this has aligned with you or inspired you, please uh, reach out to Takis because it's, there's just nothing like being able to support other women in the world and be able to share whoever we are, wherever we are in our journey and, and lift one another up, right? All, all boats get to rise together when we're really in alignment and pouring more love into the world. And that's definitely what the world needs. Thank you so much. I will just leave on this note that every time you cancel out your dream, you're canceling out dreams for many women. Just know that. Just don't be afraid anymore. There's so many women who are just looking up to us. Um, And I never realized that up till now when I see There are women who struggle to feed their children. There are women who have never been to school. There are women who don't have clothes. There are women who have lost everything, who have seen their kids die in front of their eyes because they never had the means to cure the disease that they had. The time now is the right time to get up and start something. We are so, so, so privileged Just by listening to this podcast, just think about how it's coming to you. You have a phone that has a Wi-Fi. You can connect to the world. The universe is right in your palm. So just remember that. I have chills everywhere. It's so, 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 so true. Thank you for those reminders. Thank you for sharing your heart with all of our listeners. And if you want any of Takti's information, then it's going to be in the show notes and we'll be posting it on social media too. So make sure to pop over and check out what she has going on. Thank you again, sister. I really, really, really appreciate you. You are welcome, Jen. Keep shining. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Manifesting Clarity. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. This helps others to find the show and we greatly appreciate it. Thanks again for listening and we'll catch you in the next episode.